This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, November 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Galley. Here's today's headlines. Could Hong Kong snag talks? Growers slammed by another FDA alert. And no baloney. ASF fighting agents grab the meat. Hong Kong emerges as a possible factor in talks. The unrest in Hong Kong and a bill passed by Congress with overwhelming support to curb human rights abuses there have surfaced as an issue in President Donald Trump's bid to close a phase one trade deal with China. In an interview with Fox and Friends on Friday, Trump called the Hong Kong unrest, quote, a complicating factor in the trade negotiations. Trump wouldn't say whether he would sign the Hong Kong Human Rights and Democracy Act. He said, we have to stand with Hong Kong, but I'm also standing with President Xi. I would like to see him work it out, Trump said. Now take note, Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York blasted Trump for not saying that he would sign the Hong Kong bill. For a guy who promised to be tough on China, President Trump's reliable deference to President Xi is all the more bewildering. Being tough on China when it comes to human rights will also help us with the battle on trade. Ex-Monsanto employee charged in technology theft. A Chinese national has been indicted in Missouri for trying to steal proprietary data from Monsanto's Climate Corp. Hiato Zhang faces arraignment today for attempting to steal a predictive algorithm known as the Nutrient Optimizer. He was arrested in 2017, a day after he resigned from Monsanto, as he prepared to board a plane to China. FBI Assistant Director John Brown said, The revolutionary technology at the core of this case represents both the best of American ingenuity and why the Chinese government is so desperate to steal it for themselves. Zhang faces four counts of economic espionage and four counts of involving the theft of trade secrets. He faces up to a 100 years in prison and $21 million in fines. Biden wins Vilsack support. Former Vice President Joe Biden, who's looking to recover his momentum in the final couple of months before the Iowa caucuses, has gotten a needy boost in the endorsement of former Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, a two-term Iowa governor. Biden has been as far back as fourth in the most recent Iowa polls. Take note, former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg, whose tenure was marked by his war on sugary drinks, announced his presidential candidacy yesterday. Another Thanksgiving jolt. FDA issues new romaine warning. For the second straight Thanksgiving, FDA has issued a broad consumer alert about romaine lettuce. Late Friday afternoon, FDA warned consumers not to eat any romaine produced in California's Salinas Valley due to an E. coli outbreak that's under investigation. Almost exactly a year ago, FDA issued an even broader alert warning consumers not to eat any romaine. Take note. Scott Horsfall, CEO of the California Leafy Greens Marketing Agreement, the industry's food safety program that represents 99% of the leafy greens grown in the state, emphasized that the alert doesn't affect Arizona and Southern California, the areas where romaine is currently being harvested. Romaine producers will be working closely with their customers to make sure all product from Salinas is removed from marketing channels, 
but romaine from any other growing area is safe for consumption, he said. Now keep in mind, a warning like this, especially during the holiday week, will impact not only romaine, but other leafy green vegetables like spinach. According to Michael Droke, he's a lawyer with Dorsey and Whitney. Retailers will be pulling romaine and possibly all other lettuce leafy greens from their shelves. Representative Jimmy Panetta, the California Democrat who represents the Salinas Valley, said he discussed the situation Friday with Frank Giannis, FDA Deputy Commissioner of Food Policy and Response. Panetta said he urged FDA to work collaboratively with the industry to protect consumers while preventing the loss of safe and healthy crops. Drug resistance on the rise in salmonella. The federal government survey of antibiotic resistance in foodborne pathogens shows that salmonella resistance to some widely used antibiotics has increased. According to the latest data released by the National Antimicrobial Resistance Monitoring System, salmonella resistance to third-generation cephalosporin, fluoroquinolone, and urethromycin rose in 2016-17. This is concerning as these drugs are considered first-line therapies to treat complicated infections and diarrhea in humans, FDA said. The figures are collected from retail meat samples as well as livestock and poultry and human patients. ASF fight. CBP highlights baloney. Customs and Border Protection officials at the port of entry in El Paso have stopped 100 pounds of Mexican bologna from entering the U.S. CBP confiscated 14 rolls of Mexican bologna from the back of a pickup truck last week. The rolls weighed a total of 154 pounds. Port products have been under extra scrutiny at ports of entry to the U.S. to limit the threat of African swine fever. Since August 2018... ASF has ravaged much of Southeast Asia and continues to spread into Eastern Europe. GAO, pay attention to climate. A new report from the Government Accountability Office says recent costly weather disasters, quote, illustrate the need to plan for climate change risks and invest in climate resilience and recommends the federal government target high-risk areas such as agriculture for spending. GAO expresses some frustration with past inaction on recommendations, quote, although we have made 17 recommendations that address improving federal climate change strategic planning as of August 2019, no action had been taken toward implementing 14 of those recommendations, one dating back to 2003, according to the report. Here's today's He Said It. They have it. President Trump, when told on Fox and Friends that we're still waiting for major Chinese purchases of U.S. farm commodities. Elaborating on his response, Trump said that farmers were benefiting from the $28 billion in trade assistance his administration had promised or already delivered. Trump said, our farmers are doing great. Now here's a programming note. Daybreak won't be published on Thursday and Friday. We'll return back on December 2nd. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, November 25th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.